1: all right, all D heads, you tuned in for another magical installment of Disney Blues, Disney On Demand. And this week, we're setting off for adventure, mystery, love, and so much more for show number 124 for the week of November 5th, 2015, as we have none other than author of Return to Robinson Island, TJ Hoisington, stopping in here this week here at the show. TJ is going to stop in and talk about a variety of different things. What it was like pending the follow-up sequel to the Swiss Family Robinson story with Return to Robinson Island. How he got the inspiration. What is he doing his motivational speaking and so much more including does he love the Disney live action classic as well and TJ is going to stop in and share a variety of different things as we take that trip back and adventure and return to Robinson Island in addition no show would be complete without the D team that's right you have questions and he has the answers as Aaron is going to dig his hand deep into that virtual mailbag and answer all your questions with I want to know we have Caitlin bringing you the latest from the Walt Disney World Resort with WDW in We have Nathan, who's going back into the backlog of Disney with This Week in Disney History. We have Paige, bringing you all the magic and memories with the magical music review. And we have Jason, who's going to bring you another Blu-ray and DVD that you want to add to your collection from The Vault. We have tons of news hot off the D-wire, from Itty Bitties, Hallmark, Star Wars, The Force Awakens, The Disney Channel, Walt Disney World, The Magic Kingdom, Avatar, and so much more. So it is a jam-packed show here, full of all kinds of fun and wonder for this week's show. So before I officially kick off this week's show and take a trip into that treehouse on Robinson Island, I do want to mention that DizRadio.com is probably sponsored by DVC-Rental.com At DVC-Rental.com you can save up to 60% off your next Walt Disney World vacation just by purchasing unused Vacation Club points from Vacation Club members and spend it on what else? All of those fantastic souvenirs that you love to pick up. So definitely check them out at DVC-Rental.com the official sponsor of Diz Radio. So all of you d heads with that said, it's time to set off an adventure, have some fun, go visit the Swiss family as we return to Robinson Island for show number 124 for the week of November 5th, 2015. And let's kick it off with something that I find magical, fun, and one of my all-time favorite songs in music history. Be right back, all heads.
2: I see trees of green Red roses too
4: Inspired by the original Swiss Family Robinson book written in 1812 by Johann David Wyss, Return to Robinson Island is a continuation of the adventures of the Robinson family, 15 years after their famous shipwreck. Return to Robinson Island is an entertaining, action-packed adventure story that has a thread of romance weaved throughout. The story highlights Ernest Robinson, who is now 27 years old engaged to be married, and is a first lieutenant in the British Royal Navy. Ernest has distinguished himself as a fearless fighter, respected leader, God-fearing man, and loyal friend. However, his loyalty is tested when his commanding officer, Captain Charlie, is court-martialed on war crimes, and Ernest has no choice but to tell the truth, even if his testimony sends his former captain to prison. When reports reach England that a vast treasure trove has been found on Robinson Island, Ernest and his family find themselves in mortal danger when Captain Charlie vows to retrieve the treasure for himself and wreak revenge on the entire Robinson family. Will the Robinson family survive the attack? Will Ernest ever see his fiance again? One thing is certain, they won't give up the island or their lives. Without a fight. Return to Robinson Island is the first sequel in over 100 years. We hope you enjoy it.
5: Spain to Africa, we've seen a world beyond belief, and we spied Australia's shore, sailed by Great Barrier Reef. From India to Singapore, we fought for treasure, coast to, coast to coast, now we're heading for the land we pirates love the most. Daybreak, we will be there, you will not believe your eyes, we'll speed ahead to pirates' paradise. Welcome, welcome to the Caribbean, where waters sparkles. In ten shades of blue, it's true Welcome, welcome to the Caribbean Enjoy the ocean breeze Sleep under swaying trees The pirates here do anything they please Ah, Ah, Barbados is an island hop From Trinidad and Martinique it's all there for you Go find the pleasure to seek Do the native song and dance Explore the coves and hidden caves Find the treasure in the sand That's washed up by the waves Daybreak we will be there You will not believe your eyes We'll speed ahead to pirate's paradise Welcome, welcome to the Caribbean Where water sparkles in ten shades of blue It's true Welcome to the Caribbean enjoy the ocean breeze sleep under swaying trees the pirates here do wear-
6: DJ Hoisington, author of Returns to Robinson Island, and you're listening to Disney On Demand.
4: It's Disney Blues. Disney On Demand.
3: Ooh, I thought you were dead. Uh, uh.
4: With your host, Jonathan Johnson. What?
3: My dad gave it to me. It shows exactly where we are on the planet. Boop, beep, 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 boop, boop. With this baby, we'll never be
1: alive. You
2: just tell the man you want to go back to
1: your mother. All right, all you D-heads, so I am back, and I hope you enjoyed the official kickoff for show number 124 for the week of November 5th, 2015, as we are full of action, adventure, tropical islands, and more, as we are going to return to Robinson Island with none other than T.J. Hoisington, the author of Return to Robinson Island, stopping in here very shortly at the show. We have all kinds of fun from the D-team and so much more. All kinds of fun here this week. It is great to just go back and see just what happened with the Swiss family all show long. So, all VD heads with that said, before I jump into news hot off the D-wire, and let me tell you, we have a lot of it, I do want to give you all the different ways you can stay connected here at the show. And first and foremost, you can always visit our official website at dizradio.com, D-I-Z Radio. There you can find our full list of past shows, our complete archives, our latest news blogs, our lifetime of Disney player, and so much more right there on our official website at dizradio.com, D-I-Z Radio. Dot com. You can also connect up with us all of the social media outlets on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Disney On Demand. You can friend us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash John Diz. That's J-O-N-D-I-Z. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and so much more. Just follow us on Diz Radio, D-I-Z Radio, Disney Blue, that's B-L-U, or Disney On Demand, all of which will help you find us in all of these outlets. And remember, you can get the latest shows right on your mobile device, your iPhone, your Android, and more Just by subscribing through iTunes and Stitcher Radio and get it right there on your device as soon as our latest shows are released. And remember, you can find all of this and more on our official website at dizradio.com, D-I-Z-Radio.com. So all of you D-Heads, with that said, let's jump into the news hot off the D-Wire and let's go way back to a Disney classic, and how about Fantasia? Yes, Disney's animated classic Fantasia is returning to cinema screens in celebration of its 75th anniversary. Walt Disney's 75-year-old bold experiment, blending both animation and classical music, has now been honored as an animated classic, and Fantasia is returning to theaters nationwide for a limited engagement beginning Sunday, November 8th, and it's honored by the National Board of Review as one of the top 10 films of all time, and the American Film Institute lists it on America's greatest films. Fantasia was also inducted into the National Film Registry by the National Film Preservation Board. Now, in addition to the original feature, the event screenings will also include never-before-seen introduction and performance with the Philadelphia Orchestra led by music director, as well as by BY Experience will release the film with more than 1,400 screenings nationwide. Now, tickets for the Fantasia 75th anniversary, theatrical screenings are available right now at participating box office theaters or online at Fantasia75.com. Now, released in 1940 in the middle of World War II, Fantasia, as you all know being Disney fans, was initially envisioned as a short film to reinvigorate the sagging popularity of Mickey Mouse that we all love, right? The cherished beloved icon of Disney. But as the budget for the short soared, Disney decided to turn it into a full-blown feature. Now, the film consists of eight animated sequences conducted by Leopold Stokowski with the famed Philadelphia Orchestra performing seven of them. Now, the soundtrack was recorded in Fanta Sound, as they put it, which was, you know, pretty much the rage of early stages of surround sound. Now, Fantasia was a groundbreaking film in many ways. It was a box office flop at the time, but now it is something that is just treasured, enjoyed, and looked at leap years and things that go above and beyond into cinema. Now, 75 years ago, this thing hit the screens, and today everybody loves it. You even remember the sequel, Fantasia 2000, and so much more. And BY Experience is going to be theatrically re-releasing it for a limited run, kicking off Sunday, November 8th. Now, pushing along here, let's get away from the old school Disney and how about something new school, or... Let's just say really new school and being acquired. And how about build the ultimate superhero school and experience, the Avengers as you've never seen them before, in an all-new Marvel Avengers Academy. That's right. This week, Tiny Company and Marvel Entertainment announced that Superhero School is officially in session with Marvel Avengers Academy, an all-new adventure simulation game. Now, currently in development for the iPhone, iPad, and iPod Touch, And Android devices, Marvel Avengers Academy will allow players to build their dream superhero school and guide the paths of many of the world-famous characters as complex young adults grappling with new emerging powers and social lives. Now in Marvel Avengers Academy, players will unlock the young versions of their favorite Avenger characters through exploration, upgrading, and develop all new superpowers through original narrative-driven stories written in partnership with Tiny Company and Marvel Entertainment. Now to further customize the experience, each iconic character can be suited with unique abilities that are exclusive outfits and more. Now, Marvel Avengers Academy marks the first time in video game history that the beloved cast of the Avengers has been re-envisioned as student versions of themselves. This is taking it into an all-new direction. Now, in Marvel Avengers Academy, players will have the freedom to build and expand their very own version of the prestigious superhero campus, creating the ultimate environment for aspiring young Avengers to hone in their skills by building and upgrading training facilities, dorms, laboratories, classrooms, sports stadiums, and many other areas. Now, players will also experience dramatic campus life, going on a variety of different dates, confronting rival cliques, and navigating the social ups and downs through many of their characters' lives. And, of course, there's always the superhero twists. Now, there's so many different things that are going on with this. It is definitely going to be fun. Now, as the head of business operations at Tiny Company has said, Marvel Avengers is an amazing franchise with near-endless possibilities we are excited to work closely with the team at Marvel Games on Marvel Avengers Academy to offer a truly unique experience that will allow a broad range of players to interact with the iconic characters and universe in ways never before seen in gaming. Now, this is definitely fantastic. I mean, Roseman, who's a 20-year veteran of the superhero industry, is sharing tons of knowledge with Marvel Universe to help them bring this ever-expanding Marvel Avengers Academy to life as well. And if you want to find out more, you can visit tinyco.com. You can also visit avengersacademy.com, facebook.com, slash Avengers Academy, and many other places. It is definitely going to be fun. From Stark Tower to Loki to Captain America, Black Widow, and you name it, it is definitely going to be a fun time. Now, since I was talking about acquired properties here, let's talk about another acquired property, and how about Star Wars? Yes, and how about the Force being with a specific fan? As a specific Star Wars fan was dying of a rare cancer and has now gained his final wish as Disney provided an early screening of the sci-fi saga The Force Awakens. That's right, The Force was strong for the terminally ill cancer patient who was granted his dying wish on Thursday of an early screening of the upcoming Star Wars film. Now, Daniel Fleetwood, who's only 32 years old, watched an unedited version of Star Wars The Force Awakens after receiving a call from director J.J. Abrams. His wife, Ashley, had said on Facebook, posting to all our wonderful supporters, friends, family, and strangers, Daniel's dream just came true and was granted. This week it was definitely huge, and as Ashley has said, today the wonderful world of Disney and Lucasfilms made his final dream come true in an amazing, typical Disney way that they can only do and make dreams come true. Now, Disney Studio executives arrived at Daniel's home in Houston, Texas, and the unedited version was screened on their own television, according to an article on TMZ. Now, the film's director, J.J. Abrams, also called Daniel before the screening, his wife had stated. Now, Daniel and his friend launched the Force for Daniel campaign recently to urge an early screening that quickly went viral. Now, Star Wars legends like Mark Hamill and many others really wanted this to happen for him because he was fearful that he wasn't going to make The Force Awakens date because he already is defeating the odds in terms of how long he has been given to live. Now, after his wish had been granted, Mark Hamill, yes, Luke Skywalker himself, had said, I just read and I am elated for Daniel and his family. Thanks to the powers that be for making his dream come true. That's what the actor had said on his Twitter feed. Now, new franchise star John Boyega, as well as Peter Mayhew, who famously wears a Chewbacca costume, also lended their support for early screenings as well. Now, he has been a lover of the iconic franchise, Daniel, for many, many years, since he was around 8 years old. There was even a local newspaper story ran about him 12 years ago when he was camping out to see Star Wars Episode 3, Revenge of the Sith. And this is definitely one that Disney, J.J. Abrams, and many others helped make come true. And, you know, it's one of those some people are going to look at it as, well, why did he get to see it and not us? But you know what? His last dying wish. This is definitely, and, you know, it's not like he's just out there hoping this. He is actually in hospice care right now and was viewing it right there. Fantastic, exciting, and it really is truly that Disney and everyone, they really do pull together to make wishes do come true. Now, moving along here and talking about Disney and many other things, how about Circle with Disney, giving parents full reign over their kids' devices? Now, me, as a father of four, this is definitely something that I think is very important. Now, when Kickstarter campaigns are unsuccessful, we assume that those products never see the light of day. And in 2013, Circle, a device that lets parents manage online content for all devices in their home network, failed to meet its funding goal. Now, two years later, the smart device is now available officially. And it's not just that, but it now officially partnered up with Disney. Circle with Disney launched this last Wednesday for $99, and kids probably won't be the biggest fans, but as a parent, it's a simple, stress-free device that parents can use without the fuss of a complicated router. Now, the small white cube connects to Wi-Fi and lets you manage everything with the Circle app. Now, there's a lot of features that you can have. You can set a time limit on specific sites or devices for a whole category, such as games, social media, blogs. And the app will also add up the time one of your kids spends on each of their devices and cuts them off, which they reach their limit. Now, this is fantastic because, you know, how many times is everybody on devices? Way too many times daily. I mean, it goes above and beyond. Now there's a lot of things with this app. You can also set filter profiles by age so it's easy to customize by app and category if you have a variety of children in different ages and many other things. Now My Circle is also where you can really see Disney's hand in the device. The My Circle dashboard contains Disney content such as videos, articles, photos, and games, and parents can access Circle from anywhere. And the app will also send notifications when time limits have been reached and many other things. And there's no need to worry about privacy being invaded. Now, all the data is stored on the Circle and not in a cloud somewhere as well. So it's secure using the end-to-end encryption for data right there in your home network. Now, if you want to find out more about this, it's definitely fantastic. And as Jelani Memory, founder of Circle Media, has said, one of the decisions we made early on was not to be the router. They want things to go through them, help them monitor it, and go above and beyond. And partnering with Disney has really helped them make this see the light of day. So definitely check it out. Circle with Disney, monitor those devices, get the kids up, get them running, get them being American Ninja Warriors, who knows? Just get them out there being active and at the same time, no privacy is being invaded. So definitely check them out. Officially Circle with Disney, $99, released this week. Now, getting away from all those fun things, let's get back into the parks. And how about Animal Kingdom? And how about Disney revealing all new details about the Avatar-themed land at the Walt Disney World Resort in Disney's Animal Kingdom. Now, as we're getting closer and closer to hanging out with the fierce blue aliens at Walt Disney World, new details about its Animal Kingdom Park's new Avatar-themed land have been revealed. Now, construction on the expansion began in January of 2014, and its name, Pandora, as we all know the World of Avatar, was revealed at the 2015 D23 Expo in Anaheim, California this last August. Now, at the recent D23 Expo in Japan, Walt Disney Parks and Resort's Chairman Bob Chapek talked about the new attraction, the Navi River Journey. Now, as he has released, the adventure begins as guests set out in canoes and venture down a mysterious, sacred river hidden with the bioluminescent rainforest. The Disney Parks blog stated in a post this last week, the full beauty of Pandora reveals itself as if the canoes pass by exotic glowing plants, amazing creatures and sends positive energy out into the forest through her music. Now, also this last August, Disney also revealed plans about the Pandora's signature attraction, the Avatar Flight of Passage, which is going to allow guests to experience what it's like to fly with the Banshees. Now, Pandora, the World of Avatar will open at the Walt Disney World Resort's Animal Kingdom in 2017, and that same year, James Cameron plans to release a sequel to his 2009 sci-fi film as well. I personally am not a fan of the film, I'm not a fan of them building an Avatar Land, but... I will say, I put my faith in Disney. They've never let us down before in all the fun and magic that they can bring. Now, pushing along here, let's get to the small screen and how about Disney Channel and, of course, Frozen. I'll give you all a minute to sigh, I know. Frozen. And how about Frozen Fever to make its TV debut and inspire Disney Channel music video to premiere as well. Yes, it may be short, but it hasn't stopped Frozen Fever from making many of the waves. Now the short film is a follow-up to Frozen which premiered theatrically with Cinderella last March. will now make the leap into the airwaves onto Disney Channel. Now Disney Channel will host a broadcast debut of Frozen Fever on Sunday, November 29th during a special screening of its summer hit Descendants at 6.30pm Eastern Standard time. Now, before that, the cast of the network series Best Friends Whenever are going to showcase their own version of Making Today a Perfect Day, the main song from Frozen Fever, in which a new music video is going to debut as well to accompany it. Now, it's going to air on Friday, November 13th after the new episode of Girl Meets World at 8.30 p.m. Now, this isn't the first time Frozen inspired has done Disney Channel renditions before. In 2014, Two dozen of the Disney Channel stars came together to record a new version of Do You Want to Build a Snowman? And in October, Frozen Fever became available for streaming on Netflix as part of Walt Disney Animation Studios' short film collection, which landed on Blu-ray last August as well. It's going to be a blast, and also this Sunday, many people know that Olaf is going to be the spotlight in the 2015 holiday season Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom trading card that's going to be exclusively at Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party as well. So definitely check it out. Frozen Fever is debuting on November 29th and the all new Disney Channel music video from Best Friends Whenever making today A Perfect Day, their version and rendition music video is going to be hitting the screen as well on Friday, November 13th. So all of you, D-Heads, with that said, I'm gonna take a break from news. We do have a lot more news on the horizon, a lot more things coming down, and a lot more adventure, fun, and magic. As you have questions, he has answers, and Aaron is gonna answer all your questions, and I want to know. We also have Caitlin with the latest from the Walt Disney World Resort with WDW and 2 We have Nathan coming up with This Week in Disney History and more. From more of the DD team, including Paige and Jason, with the Vault and the Magical Music Review, as we gear up to return to Robinson Island with none other than author himself, TJ Hoisington stopping in here as well. So before I release the reins to the D team and let you take a break from my rambling, I do want to mention that DizRadio.com is probably sponsored by DVC-Rental.com. At DVC-Rental.com, you can save up to 60% of your next Walt Disney World vacation just by purchasing unused Vacation Club points from Vacation Club members and spend it on what else? All those fantastic souvenirs. So definitely check them out at DVC-Rental.com, the official sponsor of DizRadio. So LVD heads, with that said, I'm gonna release the reins to the D team. Let's continue with adventure, love, action, mystery, as we gear up for our special guest here this week, TJ Hoisington, to kick off soon. So let's continue on with show number 124 for the week of November 5th, 2015. I'll be right back, LVD heads.
7: Got a whale of a tale and tell you lads A whale of a tail or two About the flapping fish and the girls I love On nights like this with the moon above A whale of a tale and it's all true I swear by my tattoo I swear by my tattoo There was mermaid Minnie Met her down in Madagascar She would kiss me Anytime that I would ask her Then one evening her flame of love blew out Well, blow me down and pick me up She swapped me for a trout Oh, blow me down and pick me up She swapped me for a trout Got a whale of a tail to tell you lads A whale of a tail or two About the flapping fish And the girls I love On nights like this With the moon above A whale of a tail And it's all true I swear by my tattoo I swear by my tattoo There was Typhoon Tessie Met her on the coast of Java When we kissed I bubbled up Like molten lava, then she gave me the scare of my young life. Well, blow me down and pick me up, she was the captain's wife. Oh, blow me down and pick me up, she was the captain's wife. Got a whale of a tale to tell you lads, a whale of a tale or two. About the flapping fish and the girls I love. On nights like this with the moon above, a whale of a tail and it's all true. A whale of a tail and it's all true. I swear by my tattoo. Got a whale of a tail. Got a whale of a
8: tail. Got a whale of a 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 tail. The grand prize went to birth. Their dealings with envelope to Davis and Kurt right down there Tonight on the a Disney Sunday movie a classic adventure a family shipwrecked yeah. on an island paradise being
9: alive is more important than being far
8: working together to create a new life
9: didn't you ever dream of having a house up on a treetop? no I built it for us
8: with wonderful discoveries it's a girl and dangerous visitors
9: pirates on the beach
8: an exciting journey beyond imagination Swiss Family Robinson
2: Next.
4: Michael Eisner, and welcome to the Disney Sunday Movie. How often have you dreamed of escaping to a beautiful deserted island with white sandy beaches and sparkling clear water? In tonight's Disney adventure movie, Swiss Family Robinson, a shipwrecked family survives and finds their dream on a primitive and deserted island just like this one. This classic story was filmed in the West Indies on the beautiful island of Tobago. During production, the Disney crew was visited by an unexpected guest. Hurricane Edith. Many native houses were destroyed along with special sets constructed for the film. But members of the Swiss family production crew helped the local natives rebuild their homes. Despite the problems, the cast and crew delivered a great motion picture that will continue to entertain families for generations to come. Whoops, what's this? Bottle here! Michael Eisner, call your office. See you later.
10: Hello, this is Haley Mills, and you're listening to Disney On Demand.
0: You have questions, we have answers. Let's dip our hands into the virtual mailbag and uncover the truth in I Want To Know.
11: Hey D heads, this is Aaron, and it's time again for another installment of I Want to Know. Hope everyone had a great Halloween, and that everyone enjoyed our Halloween episode. We sure had a lot of fun with it, and it turned out great. It's now time to turn our attention to Thanksgiving time, though the stores rather skip right to Christmas. But I guess call me old fashioned. Christmas time starts after Thanksgiving. Well, I've gotten the virtual mailbag back out, and boy, is it full! Let's reach in and see what questions we have for this week. Our first question is from Heather F. of Flagstaff, and she writes, Diz Radio, I'm hot off your Halloween shows and have to say for my first year listening to the celebration, fantastic. It was very fun and made the month seem like so much fun. My question is about Thanksgiving. Seems fitting, right? I was watching Squanto, A Warrior's Tale, and at the end of the movie, they are celebrating Thanksgiving. Is this a true story, or just a movie take on a historical figure? Looking forward to hearing more, and great show. Your friend, indeed. Well, Squanto, A Warrior's Tale, was released on October 28, 1994. It's set in the 17th century, and Native American Squanto roams free in the New World, until he's captured by visiting sailors who take him back to England. Monk? brother Daniel teaches him social customs, but other Englishmen aren't as kind. Squanto becomes the unwilling star of performances that highlight his fighting skills, but he eventually engineers a return trip to America. He finds that his home has changed forever, and he must chart a new path for his people. While it's very loosely based on the actual historical Native American figure Squanto, and his life prior to and including the arrival of the Mayflower in 1620. Disney gives us a great introduction to a very important historical figure. Well, our next question is from one of our young D-heads, Jacob, a fifth grader in Ohio, and he writes, Aaron and the D-Team, listening to past shows in the archives got me thinking about the parks a bit. Unlike most who are Disney World attendee, I am located in the Disneyland area. I am a younger visitor and only recently realized that Swiss Family Robinson Treehouse is at Disney World. I know this may be a dumb question, but was the Tarzan Treehouse always Tarzan or was it switched? By the way, my mom is watching me type this and I think she wants to answer me and I said no, I want the team to. Well, don't worry, Jacob's mom, we got this. This is a great question, and I grew up in California, so Disneyland is my home park, too. Tarzan's Treehouse was originally the Swiss Family Treehouse that opened November 18, 1962, two years after the Disney film Swiss Family Robinson premiered. The attraction was a walkthrough in which visitors walked up steps in the trunk of the tree through various rooms designed on the theme of the movie, with items and structures made to appear salvaged from a 19th century shipwreck and desert island finds. In March of 1999, the original attraction closed. It reopened in June, refurbished and remodeled on a new theme as Tarzan's Treehouse. While I remember going many times to the original Swiss Family Treehouse, I think I still prefer the original. There are some great photos online so that you can see what the attraction used to look like. Thanks for the great question, Jacob. I look forward to hearing from you again. Well, our final question this week is from Cheryl Pulmetter of New York State, and she writes, Disney On Demand, question for Avon Lee. That show calls out Autumn to me, not sure why. Is the complete series available on DVD or only the Disney Rewards compilation? I do know you had one of the cast on in the past, which is what prompted me to write in. Another question for you as well, are reruns ever shown anywhere? Well, Road to Avonlea aired in the United States from March of 1990 to January of 1997 on the Disney Channel. The series is set in the fictional small town of Avonlea in Prince Edward Island in the early 20th century. There, 10-year-old Montreal heiress Sarah Stanley is sent by her wealthy father to live with her two maiden aunts, Hetty and and Olivia King to be near her late mother's side of the family after an embezzlement scandal results in him being placed under house arrest. The show's focus shifted over the years from Sarah's interactions with locals to stories about the King family. Later seasons of the show focused more on the residents of Avonlea who were connected to the King family. Well Sullivan Entertainment released all seven seasons on DVD for the very first time between 2005 and 2006. In 2009, they began re-releasing the series in widescreen format, and as of December 2012, all seven seasons and the Christmas special have been released in widescreen format. It was episode 83 that we had Christine Fairley on the show who played Becky Lester in 10 episodes from 1995 to 1996. So head to our archives and give that episode a listen. Luckily all seven seasons are on DVD because it doesn't look like any reruns are being shown anywhere. Well D-Heads that concludes another installment of I Want to Know. Thanks for great questions and keep them coming. Send all your questions or comments to Aaron E-R-I-N at DizRadio.com Make sure to include your name and city so I can give you credit. And remember D-Heads Laughter is timeless, imagination has no age, and dreams are forever. We'll see you next week.
0: The critics call it action filled, a remarkable adventure. It's the true story of a proud young brave born to be a leader. In an untamed land, the moment was his. I
5: spotted a tribe, go ashore!
0: Until he was ripped from his world and forced into another.
5: Carter!
3: You can't run
2: away from me, Indian. I own you now.
5: No! Ladies and gentlemen,
2: Squanto the, ah! the
3: Savage!
2: Whoever this creature is, he needs our help.
0: We know he's here,
5: Friar. Hand him over. You have risked your life for a friend,
3: (coughs) brother Daniel. after him, you fools!
5: I must do the same. His courage made him a hero. Destiny made him a legend.
0: Too much blood on this land. Squanto, a warrior's tale.
3: It's a world of laughter, a world of tears It's a world of hopes and a world of fears There's so much that we share That it's time we're aware It's a small world after all It's a small world Small world after all. It's a small world after all. It's a small, small world. There is just one moon and one golden sun. And the smile means friendship to everyone. Though the mountains divide and the oceans are white, It's a small world after all. It's a small world after. Oh, oh my God.
12: Hey there, it's Caitlin here with WDWN2, a quick rundown of what's happening in the parks. Well, Halloween is come and gone, so I'm excited to say the holidays are among us at Disney. The Christmas decorations have all gone up, and if you can believe it, the first Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party is this weekend. And with the Christmas Party comes everything we love about Disney World in the winter. A Frozen Holiday Wish will return again this year to transform Cinderella Castle into a winter wonderland. Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas Time Parade will ride down Main Street to the sound of jingle bells. Cosmic Rays will become Club Tinsel and will feature Phineas and Ferb. There's the classic Celebrate the Season stage show at the castle, Cookies and Hot Cocoa, Holiday Wishes, Snow on Main Street, and new this year, voice play. Contestants from the Sing-Off will perform an upbeat acapella concert with a holiday twist on the Rocket Tower Plaza stage in Tomorrowland. Tickets for the Christmas party are now available, so you better get yours while they last. Reservations have also opted opened for the brand new club villain at Hollywood Studios. This special ticket event will take place in the Sunset Showcase. Dr. Facilier will host the evening featuring musical numbers, a DJ, amazing food and drinks, and several of your favorite Disney villains. Tickets are $99 a person, and a separate ticket for admission to the studios is required. If you like collecting new Magic Bands with each visit to the parks, you're in luck. Guests can now create and personalize their very own Magic Bands through the DTEC technology. It's called Magic Band On Demand and you can make them at Tomorrowland's Light & Power by Space Mountain and the Marketplace Co-op in Disney Springs. You can also personalize them with your name. A custom Magic Band is $21.95 and personalized bands are $29.95. Thanks for listening, and until next time, don't forget, you
9: can fly. This is a Disneyland original little long-playing record, and I am your story reader. I am going to begin now to read the story of the Swiss family Robinson. You can read along with me in your book. You will know it is time to turn the page when Tinkerbell rings her little bells like this. Let's begin now. This is the saga of the brave Robinson family, father and mother Robinson and their three boys, Fritz, Ernst and Francis, who was only eight. They had left their native Switzerland to go and live in New Guinea. On the way, they were chased by pirates and then shipwrecked in a storm. When the ocean calmed down, the family found they were all alone on the ship. The crew had either taken off in boats or had been washed overboard. They weren't far from land, though. Mr Robinson and the boys made a raft by sawing barrels in half and lashing them together. They pushed it overboard, praying it would float. The raft held together, and they managed to get moving with the help of poles and paddles. Ernst lassoed a big turtle that went swinging by, and he helped to pull them. Soon they were on dry land.
12: Hey you guys, it's Kristen Fairley,
1: the voice of Little Bear, and uh, from the series Road to Avonlea, and you're listening to Disney On Demand.
0: Taking you on those magical journeys from your lifetime of Disney. See? Wow! It's Disney On Demand. Dibs! Here's your host, mm-hmm.
1: Jonathan Johnson.
13: Okay, I'm convinced. And a little disgusted.
1: Oops. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, all VG heads so I am back, and I want to extend a very special thank you to the D-Team once again of Aaron and Caitlin for stopping in and having their signature segments with you. And remember, you can connect up with all the D-Team on our official website at dizradio.com, D-I-Z-Radio.com. Just go to the D-Team page. They don't bite. Well, they might bite, or maybe they'll send you treats, or maybe you can bribe them with candy bars, but... Either way, check them out at dizradio.com. So thank you, D Team, for stopping in. Now we're going to continue down our trek here as we're going to go off to coastal islands and have so much more fun. As we have TJ Hoisington, author of Return to Robinson Island, stopping in here very shortly. We have more from the D Team, so I'm going to jump right into news and keep this news rolling hot off the D Wire. And how about Oswald the Lucky Rabbit? Yes, the long-lost 1928 Disney cartoon, Mickey Mouse's predecessor, has now been found in Britain. Now, the six-minute cartoon film Sleigh Bells featuring Oswald the Lucky Rabbit has been restored, and it will get its world premiere at the BFI in London next month. Now, Oswald the Lucky Rabbit, a long-lost Walt Disney cartoon and Mickey Mouse's predecessor, as we all know being Disney fans, has now been found in the National Archive of the British Film Institute, or the BFI, according to Entertainment Weekly this last week. Now, a researcher stumbled upon the 1928 cartoon film Sleigh Bells featuring Oswald the Lucky Rabbit while going through the BFI's online catalog. Now, the film, which has since been restored by Walt Disney Animation Studios, will premiere for the first time in 87 years in London on December 11th. Now, as they have officially released, what a joyful treat to discover a long-lost Walt Disney film in the BFI National Archive and to be able to show sleigh bells to a whole new audience Over 75 years later from when it was made, Robin Baker, head and curator of the VFI National Archive, had said in a press release. They also have stated the restoration of the film will introduce many audiences to Disney's work of the silent period. It clearly demonstrates the vitality and imagination of his animation at a key point in his career. We thank Walt Disney for working with us and are thrilled to present the world with the premiere of the restored version here in London in VFI South Bank. Now, this is definitely going to be fun. I mean, this is something that is so many years later, the predecessor to Mickey Mouse. And I mean, it is definitely one that I'm excited to see. Now, Andrew Milstein, president of Walt Disney Animation Studios, had stated, we're thrilled to be collaborating with the BFI National Archives in restoration of the Lost Oswald Short. Now, Oswald shorts are an important part of our studio's history, and we have been working with the film archives and private collectors from all around the world to research missing titles. Now, Oswald was invented by Walt in 1927 and was loved for his mischievous and rebellious personality. It was created by Walt Disney and animator of iWorks for Universal, the same team that went on to create Mickey Mouse, as we all know, the beloved Mouse, in a contextual disagreement, which forced them to create Mickey themselves. So, definitely gonna be fun. Oswald making his debut December 11th in a long lost film. Now, Moving along here, since we're talking about things that are on film, things you can watch, how about PlayStation View subscribers to get a dozen new channels from ESPN and Disney? Now PlayStation View, Sony's a la carte streaming service, is now gaining more steam. Now the deal will bring Disney and ESPN-owned channels and ABC-owned local stations and ABC Family, which will be known as Freeform starting this January, Fusion, and many other channels. Exclusively for PlayStation View. Now, PlayStation View launched earlier this year without ESPN, and it's getting added as well, and they said it was a matter of time. Now, this deal demonstrates their continued commitment to offer the best content to TV on PlayStation View users, said Dwayne Benefield, VP and head of PlayStation View in the Sony Network Entertainment International. Now there's no current indication of how much a TV package from Disney and ESPN would cost per month, but for comparison, View offers Showtime for $10.99 a month, or the Fox Soccer Channel for $14.90 a month, or many others. So we are curious to see how this is going to play out, but now if you are a PlayStation View subscriber, you love to get your a la carte channels right there, now you can get ESPN, Disney, ABC Family, Fusion, Disney Channel, and so much more. Now, moving along here, since we're talking about on-demand and of course that kind of era where everybody loves things when they want it. How about Disney's Descendants officially going mobile? Now, the first official mobile game based on Disney's Descendants franchise has launched this week, ahead of the newly announced movie sequel. Now, the free-to-play Descendants is available for the iOS, Android, and Windows devices, and it allows fans to create their own avatar using more than 450 pieces of clothing and accessories inspired by the property. They are then encouraged to join characters like Mal, Evie, Jay, and Carlos on an all-out adventure through Auradon Prep, as well as other locations from the movie from the gallery of villains to the tourney field and many other places now players can collect special rewards along the way that will raise school spirit and help grow their legendary status now following the launch of disney karaoke descendants this last july this official mobile app follows the successful debut of the descendants original movie which which include many other people including dove cameron and others who played mal it was definitely a hit and has broken viewing records on the Watch Disney Channel app with over 3.3 million views this past July 24th. But now you can get your very own Disney Descendants mobile app and keep the Descendants fun rolling along. And continuing on with the news, maybe you want to watch the Disney parks. And again, let's get ready for a sigh. And how about... Frozen again, yes? And now you can watch Frozen A Holiday Wish live streaming on November 8th at 6.15pm Eastern Standard Time. Yes, this is the all new stage show with Anna, Kristoff, and Olaf gathered together to watch Queen Elsa use her magical powers to transform Cinderella's castle into a glittering ice palace for the holidays. Now as we all know this used to be Cinderella's wish and she wished for snow and many other things well of course they're going to bank on Frozen. They're going to bank on having these you know, popular characters continue on. But the holiday season has returned at the Walt Disney World Resort and to celebrate, they're going to stream this live performance of one of the most popular holiday offerings, a Frozen Holiday Wish. And like I said, it's going to be kicking off on November 8th at 6.15pm on the Disney Parks blog so definitely check it out if you need a link to it. We also have a link on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash Disney On Demand. So all of you D-Heads, with that said, there was a couple of other things I was going to talk about, including Duracell batteries, his powering imaginations, with the all-new Star Wars film Battle for Christmas Morning, as well as the itty-bitties from Hallmark. But you know what? I'm going to hold off on that until next week. It's a little sci-fi, a little into the future, and right now we're going back in time with adventure and more. So before I do that, I'm going to release the reins to the D-Team once more. We have Nathan, who's taking a look back at this week in Disney history. We have Paige with the Magical Music Review. We have Jason with the Vault, and many other things in Coming up very shortly, in just a couple of minutes, we have none other than the author of Return to Robinson Island, T.J. Hoisington, stopping in very shortly. I'm excited to dig deep into what prompted him to write this sequel and have us follow the Swiss family once again on their journeys many, many years later. So, all of you, Dads, we're going to release the reins to the D-Team, and next time I'm back, I'm going to have motivational speaker, author, and more, T.J. Hoisington, here with me on the show. Take it away, team, and let's press on in adventure, love, excitement, and more
7: on this man.
14: The spectacle, the sparkling sensation, where the romance, the comedy, and the thrill of Disney fantasies come to electric life. And now... The Magic Kingdom proudly presents, in a million points of musical light, The Magical Worlds of Disney, in
15: Spectral Magic. Hi Gandhi D-Heads. Welcome to another installment of This Week in Disney History. I'm Nathan, and ready to take you through another segment's worth of historical Disney facts and potential trivia. I really hope that you guys enjoyed our Halloween festivities throughout the last month. It was a blast to to be able to record them all, but now we have another looming thing over the horizon, and that is the end of the year holidays, Thanksgiving and Christmas, as well as New Year's heading our way. So uh, just sit back and, and relax and enjoy what we have coming your way over the next few months. So as always, branching off that, let's begin. Kicking off this week, let's begin with a throwback to this week in Diz Radio History with show number 26. From November 2012 featuring Megan Ori. You may recognize her from Once Upon a Time on ABC playing Ruby, also known as Red. Since we're in the midst of what is sure to be a huge turning point of the Once Upon a Time storyline, take a jump back with us and check out the roots of a very memorable character. Now, starting out this week in Disney history, let's begin in 1916 with legendary newsman Walter Cronkite, the second voice of Epcot's spaceship Earth, being born in St. Joe, Missouri. He also appeared in the 1981 TV special, Walt Disney, One Man's Dream, and the 89 broadcast of the opening of the Disney-MGM Studios. He also appeared and narrated Back to Neverland, which was a film about animation featuring Robin Williams and Disney's animators that was originally shown at the MGM Studios at Disney World. Moving on to 1947, actor Walter Fenner who portrayed Walt Disney in the 1944 Once Upon a Time starring Cary Grant, passed away in Los Angeles, California. In 1972, Christopher Daniel Barnes, the voice of Prince Eric in Disney's Little Mermaid, who was only 16 years of age at the time, is born in Portland, Maine. In 1990, the first international Disney store officially opened on London's Regent Street. In 1991, Disney legend and original Imagineer Roger Brogy, Passes away. Born in 1908, he joined the Disney Studios as a precision machinist in 1939. In 1998, Walt Disney World's newest attraction, Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger Spin, officially opens at the Magic Kingdom. In 2001, Disney's animated feature Monsters, Inc., featuring the voices of John Goodman and Billy Crystal, opens. It is the fourth feature collaboration between the Walt Disney Company and Pixar Studios. In 2005, Chicken Little officially opens in theaters. In 2012, Wreck-It Ralph is generally released in the United States and Canada. And also in 2012, Saving Mr. Banks, the drama about Walt Disney centered around the filming of Mary Poppins and gaining rights, starts filming at Disneyland Park. And we finish this week in Disney history D-Heads with 2014, when Big Hero 6, a 3D computer animated superhero film produced by Walt Disney Animation Studios, is released. Well, D-Heads, that's all again for this week in Disney history. Hope you enjoyed and learned something new maybe you didn't know. Feel free, as always, to email me at Nathan at DizRadio.com. And as always, guys, have a great week and see you real soon.
3: I
6: play Joshua Gibbs in Parts of the Caribbean and you are listening to Disney On Demand.
8: The Grand Prize was ...to
0: ...and their dealings with... ...dressed
8: envelope to... ...Davis and Kirk... ...right down that...
10: Oh, the treehouse. Hello. This is Haley Mills. And I'm just seeing this bit of footage for the first time since it was shot. In fact, I've never seen it but I do remember the treehouse, and there's my mum and my dad, John Mills and Mary Mills. And, of course, this is the exact replica of the treehouse that was built on the island of Tobago for Swiss Family Robinson. And we spent... Well, I went out to Tobago later, after I'd finished doing Pollyanna and actually went to school on the island for a month that was quite an eye-opening experience too and uh, we had Christmas there and this wonderful treehouse was actually built in a real tree and everything worked it was a magical thing absolutely magical oh it's lovely to see this so this is actually before it's even up to the public by the look of it and Walt, you can see is enjoying it as much as anybody he adored being in disneyland he was just the biggest child of anybody
0: lights camera
1: action it's time for this week's disney on demand special guest all right all you disney fans you tuned in for another magical installment of disney blues disney on demand and as we continue to bring you all the magic and memories from your lifetime of disney many times those are ones that have been derived from books ones that have gone on to become classics and also inspired people to create new classics and with us here this week is somebody that is an author writer has been inspired by so many different things and he's brought us most recently return to robinson island we have none other tj hoisington you know welcome to disney on demand
6: thank you it's great to be with you
1: oh it is our pleasure having you on i mean you know everybody loves swiss family robinson us as well you know we really do love that attraction as does everybody and the movie and so many different things but Before we jump into what brought you into writing Return to Robinson Island, uh, what led you down the path of becoming an author?
6: Well, it actually started kind of young for me uh, quickly. I was 15 years old, grew up in a wonderful family, eight kids in my family. Money often seemed uh, a little tight. I remember one day I walked in my dad's bedroom and on his dresser was a tape. It was a copied tape. And on one side, in his handwriting, it said, the day that turned my life around. And on the other side, it said, how to live financially independent. As a young 15-year-old, I grabbed that tape. I looked at it. I thought, wow, I want to listen to this tape. And so I took it, and I put it in my pocket. I went upstairs to the bedroom I shared with my brother. And that night, I pulled out that tape and put it in my Walkman, you know, most millennials today don't remember what Walkmans are, but (laughs) I put it in in my Walkman, and that night I was blown away by listening to these concepts, and it was just the tape of a motivational speaker named Jim Rohn who was teaching on success principles, and I thought, wow, he's inspired me to the point that that first month I listened to the tape at least 20 times, and my brothers would make fun of me, like, why would you listen to this? I was so inspired by the big thinking ideas and philosophies and that you could determine your own destiny that I thought, you know what, I felt so inspired that I thought I'm going to do the same thing for my career. It was almost like in that month period I had discovered what my life's passion was going to be and what I was going to do for the rest of my life which was to speak and inspire audiences to reach deeper in themselves and unleash their greatness within. And I spent the last 20 years doing it, having worked with Tony Robbins and, uh, you know, for the last 15 years, owned my own company, consulting company, traveling the world for presenting ideas that help people get to the next level. And so that's kind of how it all started as a 15-year-old. You know, I was just young, and I ended up doing a few speaking engagements uh, for the school and went to state speaking contests and stuff like that, and I ended up doing well. So I knew that there was probably some a little bit of talent there. Um, but, <laughs> but in terms of writing, I had never read my first book in, term, in until I was a junior in high school. I was held back in the first grade. I was in special resources in fourth grade. I remember they would take me out. We lived in Germany at the time, and I they would take me out of social studies and put me up in a room where I would study, you know, do some special reading, and then I would have to take comprehension tests. And they would sit us down at this extra small table, extra small chairs, and I, it bothered me. And But I just got this belief that I couldn't read, and so I didn't read until – I started listening to these tapes where I could reach deeper into myself and and achieve more and it wasn't until I was a junior in high school that I actually, I actually began reading so it all kind of started a little bit late for me but anyway.
1: Well, you know, and that's what moved you on now, though, because now, you know, of course, you have no problem with that. And that's going to bring us to, you know, Return to Robinson Island that kicks off 15 years after the original, you know, Robinson family came to be shipwrecked and whatnot. Now, um, with that, were you a big fan of the original book and the Disney movie from the 60s?
6: Well, from the 60s, yes, I was. So I was a huge fan of that movie, probably watched it 20, 50 times. I don't know, probably like most Kids, I I loved it, and I was glued to it. And but I didn't read the original because what I would learn later is that the original is a little bit different than what Disney put out. But Disney is such a beloved movie, and I still love it today. I it all kind of just I so I hadn't read the earlier books because I wasn't a big reader when I was younger. But I would watch that movie over and over and over. And then I was married. And I had my first two kids. We have four children now, but had the first two boys, and they were three and five years old. And I remember I pulled out that old VHS tape video and watched the movie with my boys some 12, 11, 12 years ago. And um, as we were watching the movie, their eyes were glued to it. And it was at the same time that Disney was doing Pirates of the Caribbean and other remakes and sequels. And the thought went through my head as I was sitting there watching the movie, why has nobody done a true sequel to this movie that, you know, everything that's ever been put out on Swiss Family Robinson really, in large part, is just a remake of the original story. But who takes the characters and develops them and and shows them as later in life and what was their life like later? So... I was thinking about it as I was watching the movie with my kids. It was over. I tucked them in bed. And then all of a sudden, I woke up at 1 o'clock in the morning with the whole idea in my mind. In my mind. And I was, I was laying there thinking about it. And I thought, I'll just remember this in the morning and write it down. And then the thought wouldn't go away. So I get up out of bed at that time at night at 1 o'clock in the morning. And I started typing all these ideas. Because I started to think, if I don't write it down now, I'll probably forget it. And so I typed the bullet points down, and that was just, shoot, 11 years ago, just the beginning of writing this sequel (laughs)
3: Yeah.
1: Well, you know, and it's one of those now that has been fully, you know, flushed out and, you know, now is officially released and everybody can enjoy it. Now, was there any key point from the original, you know, story that really inspired you that you wanted to make sure you carried over to kick off and start that sequel? Yeah, so
6: um there were a couple of distinctions from the original that I I noticed um you know Ernest was a very bright boy, but he was naive in a lot of ways. And he was the second son, he was very sharp, but but naive and and I thought going forward he was the the boy that I wanted to develop and I wanted to carry forward Sort of the Christian sense, you know, father was a pastor in Switzerland, and I wanted to carry that forward. I wanted to stay true to Johann David Wiss's vision of teaching, you know, family principles and, and good principles of living to his children back in 1812 when he first started writing the book. And so I wanted to carry some of those sediments over, that family matters. That freedom matters because they really longed for freedom. Um, you know they they left Switzerland to go to England, hoping to have freedom to worship the way they wanted to worship and live the way they wanted. but they when they got to England, they realized um, this is not really conducive of what we we were hoping for. So then they heard if they go to jack um, if they go to Australia, they do allow you to own land and you could worship the way that you want to worship, and so they stopped off on an island on their way over. For goods. And when they started to sail off from that island off the shore, not too far away from Australia, they got in that fierce storm and and wrecked. And when they, you know, were, when the storm subsided, they realized they were the only survivors on that ship and they were crashed on that island, Robinson Island, and they began to live on that island and thrive on that island. And what I wanted to take forward was. I thought this story had to be bigger than just the island. And so it starts off in England because at the end of, I remember, at the end of the Disney movie, you know, Ernest wanted to to leave the island and go to join the Royal Navy, if I remember correctly. And so um, it starts off with Ernest, the first lieutenant in the Royal Navy, uh, serving um, in England. And then he takes a sabbatical and goes back to the island which he hadn't seen his family for five years and the story begins when he takes his best friend with him and leaves his fiancée behind and then comes back to see her again. So there's a, there's a big story wrapped in the middle of this that uh, kind of takes you on some twists and turns and then comes back, and, and then you'll have to re- obviously read the book to, or your readers or listeners will have to read the book to see what happens, but really it's a story of family, of freedom, of hope, of believing possibly in, in a higher power that can give you strength, and um, and I think families will love it.
1: Well, you know, and I think everyone will too as well. Like you said, it takes place, you know, 15 years after the, you know, after the shipwreck. And, you know, Ernest is now, you know, grown up and, you know, 27 years old and coming back to the island. Now, you know, we don't want to spoil too much because, of course, you know, you want people to sit down, read it, get entrenched in this. And I fully am ready to read it to, you know, my children as well. Now, with that, if is there any one, I guess, moment in the book? That you can share with us. That is one of your true favorites. <laughs>
6: let me back, yeah. So let me let me back up and say, you know, part of my research led me to not only studying quite a bit of history and going back and reading the original Swiss Family Robinson book, but it also I read, for example, the screenplays of Last of the Mohicans and Rambo and The Patriot and other movies to really see how they articulate the scenes of actions, but there, you know, there is treasure found on the island, and that is pretty exciting because it's a big trove of treasure that was there that you find out later in the book how old it is, but, but it was there for a long time. That there were The reason pirates and things would come to the island, in my book, is that there were rumors that there might be treasure on this island, but over the years you know, these pirates stopped coming by because no one ever found, no one ever knew for sure if there was treasure. But midway through the book, you find out that they discover it on accident, totally. Francis slips through a hole um, above a cavern and down in that hole is the treasure. And they were blown away with that. And so that's a pretty cool scene in the book. But as you get into the last 17 chapters, it kind of winds up pretty wild, and unfortunately, Ernest, here's the only thing I'll say without saying too much, <sighs> Ernest gets kidnapped, and he is taken, and he's ripped apart from his family, he's ripped apart from his fiance, and a whole twist of circumstances that are dangerous and scary unfold and some things happen that are not um, that are not pretty fun for the family and they have to deal with with some serious issues and the argument comes up you know even with them why don't we just give the bad guys the treasure why don't we just give it to them and let them leave and this became a family discussion in the heat of the moment mother who was very spiritual wanted to just say just give it to them and let them leave with all the treasure we don't need the treasure anyway. But the reality is, and it's much like a lot of what's going on in today's world, right? Do you stand by and let evil reign, or do you have to defend your home, defend your family, defend your freedom? And that was the argument that Father and Ernest brought to the rest of the family is, no, if we just give in to whatever their wants are, eventually, um, they're not – They're not going to want want to leave evidence behind. Eventually, they will take over, and you've got to kill the monster while it's small. And so that ends up being kind of a a David and Goliath story where the family has to defend their island and their home. And so this whole story is wrapped up with a few twists and turns that you'll be surprised by.
1: Well, you know, and I think everybody is going to be excited for this too, because, you know, it's jam-packed, like you said, family, morals, action, adventure, treasure, pirates. And of course, it's building upon a story that everybody originally loved. And now we're following those characters on. Now, of course, you know, the book has just now gotten released, but you know, uh, we live in a society where, you know, I know that when we're reading this book, I can definitely tell you that we're probably all going to be visualizing the next blockbuster movie on our hands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
6: well, hey, that, that's the that's the hope. I I still wonder, It befuddles my mind why we haven't come out with that movie yet. So I hope this is the beloved you know edition that uh, that Hollywood can work with. Because originally, I will tell you this: uh, people probably don't know this either. When I got out of bed that night, some eleven years ago, and I started typing, I didn't type the novel. I typed you know, the bullet points. And then that next month, every day I began working on it. And I actually wrote a 122 page screenplay. The screenplay has been done for 11 years and just sat in my archives (laughs) and, and just sitting there. But then I thought, wow, breaking into Hollywood fresh is pretty tough to do, but I know how to do books. I've written several books. One of them became a bestseller. So, um, so I thought, I'm going to come out with a book. So it was two years ago. I took that screenplay, and it was really a hard process because the nice thing about screenplay is that it's bullet point. It's To me, in my mind, and maybe it's not true to everybody, but in my mind, it was easier to write a screenplay than it was to write the novel. The, the novel required me to think about every nook and cranny and, and really develop the characters in a new way differently than you know, it's just filled with much more information. I don't I don't know what the word count was for a screenplay versus versus the book, which is eighty three thousand
1: words. There was a lot of development there. And um And so, yeah,
6: no, I mean, both are done and we'll see what happens.
1: Definitely. Well, you know, we know you can't give away too much. We want everybody to go out there and check out the book. Uh, You can find it at SwissFamilyReturns.com and, you know, TJ Hoisington, you know, our pleasure having you on. I mean, you know, fantastic work and I know I'm excited to read this to my family as well. So I guess in closing, for everybody out there um, who's looking to find out what happens in return to Robinson Island, is there any final words you'd like to leave to everybody to, to hook Come in?
6: Well, just here's first of all, my my, my heart always says, Hey, believe in yourselves and whatever your dreams and aspirations are. I'm a big believer that many of us are living beneath our potential. And I would say, you know, uh, unleash your greatness within, go after those goals, those dreams, those those things that you've hidden or you've talked yourself out of or that you're fearful for going after. And if you'll you'll go after those dreams, I tell you what, doors will open for you. Opportunities will unveil themselves before you, and you'll be able to achieve many of those dreams Um, if you'll just go after it with gusto. And the only thing I would say about the the book is it's a fun read. I keep it simple, but it's fun. And most people that have reviewed the book can go on Amazon and check the reviews. But most people that read the book love the development of the characters, and it's entertaining from beginning to end, and you're going to love it. And it's appropriate for almost all ages, but it's really um, a young adult, adult fiction, but it's appropriate for, for, for teenagers as well. So I just hope everybody gets a copy and enjoys it, and I would love to hear their feedback.
1: Definitely. Well, you know, it was our pleasure having you stop in, TJ. And uh, once again, everybody can check it out at SwissFamilyReturns.com. And I wish you best of luck, and uh, I'll be checking the big screen as well for that to possibly happen. So thanks once again for stopping in. No, thank you
6: for having me. I appreciate it.
14: The Lord is good to me, and so I thank the Lord. Forgiven me the things I need The sun and rain and an apple seed Yes, He's been good to me I owe the Lord so much For everything I see I'm certain if it weren't for Him There'd be no apples on this limb He's been good to me oh here am i neath the blue blue sky a doing as i please singing with my feathered friends falling with the bees i wake up every day as happy as can be because i know that with his care my apple trees they will still be there oh the lord is good to
8: shipwrecked on a jagged unknown reef they were cast adrift in an angry uncharted sea sharks sharks they were flung ashore on a strange lost island that teemed with a thousand perilous dangers yet together with a quiet kind of daring and a proud kind of courage, the Swiss family Robinson transformed this island jungle into an exciting tropical paradise.
2: The world is full of nice, ordinary little people who live in nice,
9: ordinary little houses on the ground. But didn't you ever dream of having a house up on a treetop?
10: You you foolers to ring for the butler.
2: You said that someday, if you could have your wish, you'd sleep each night so you could see the stars. I tell you where I'd really like to be. Walking down the night of gas, like on a Sunday after church and all the
13: girls stroll past all dressed up do you think when we get to New Guinea if we ever do there'll be any girls our age by the time we get to New Guinea we won't care what age they are
3: (laughs) you know those coconut bombs
9: you don't have to worry about them they work right well I don't want to shoot you Hans. now put that down
3: I'll teach him to shoot at me!
16: It was
14: my fault the gun went off. She didn't mean to fire. I don't care. I could have been... What did you say? She didn't... It's a girl.
8: Here in Walt Disney's production of Swiss Family Robinson is all the excitement you could ever wish for in a motion picture. Ah! Ah! Here is all the fun you've ever dreamed of in the most hilarious race that's ever been run.
3: Okay, Quick, Motherfucker! Hey, Rocky, wait Come on, winning! <laughs> <name>. Come on! <laughs> come on, here's his luck!
14: Good boy, Lightning!
3: Hey! <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, let me get on, Clementine. Give me a chance. Come on, come on, Rocky, get the weight! Come on, Lightning! <laughs> <laughs>
8: Here is all the action you ever hoped to see on the screen as the courageous Swiss family is forced to defend the home they had carved out of the wilderness. Ernst?
16: Are getting shorter and shorter.
10: Required voice identification.
16: EC82. Hey, gang, it's me again, Jason. Welcome back up here to the beautiful paradise we call the vault. Well, we're changing things up a little bit because I hear that sequels are prevalent. Well, I kind of knew that that was happening, considering there's episode seven coming up. Yes, I'm very excited. You've got multiple sequels that we've done here down in the vault for many of our animated classics. But sometimes you don't get to recognize when a classic book gets reinvented with its own sequel. Yes, we've seen plenty of sequels in books, be it the Kingdom Keepers series, Harry Potter, or the like. But sometimes you need to go back to a classic to appreciate what will happen later. That's the case in which we are going to speculate today. Because we're going to get the original out. Well, not the original book. Now, you can read the original book, and you probably should, because it is a good read. And I believe it's on a number of top 100 books you should read before you, well, I don't like to say die. But, of course, if you you go on. How's that? If you go on. So in typical Disney fashion, we're going to go into the archives down here in the vault and discover the premise of the book in which Jonathan's talking about, and that being for Swiss Family Robinson. Now, the Robinson family crash lands on their island, believe it or not, 55 years ago on cinematic Disney celluloid. Unbelievable. And with that, the Disney Movie Rewards program is actually offering a Blu-ray version of it. Phenomenal, I must say. But if you do get a chance to get the actual DVD version, you're going to be just as happy. So, without further ado, let's discuss this fine film of beautiful paradise. The Robinson family are on their way from Bern to a new life in New Guinea. And who wouldn't want to be in there? I just like saying Papua New Guinea myself. On their way, they are shipwrecked and abandoned. Literally, everyone jumps ship except family. So it's up to Mom and Dad, played by John Mills, yes, Haley's dad, and Dorothy McGuire, yes, old Yeller's mother, and their three sons, Fritz, Ernst, and Francis, all played by Disney legends, James MacArthur, Tommy Kirk, and the late Kevin Cochran. Well, as they say, when life hands you lemons, you make lemonade. And that's what the Robinson family does. They look upon this beautiful area full of exotic creatures and animals and decide it is time to make their abandoned area home. Being stranded on an unknown island is not easy living. But the Robinsons make it seem so, and they try to make it their own home were it to be by taming a baby elephant, which almost gets attacked by a Bengal tiger. But thanks to our fine Great Danes, they're safe, as well as Mother. And the family concocts the most beautiful, lavish treehouse, brimming from top to bottom, with amenities all from home. And, of course, all from pieces of the ship. So basically, they are stranded. This is home to them now. So what are they going to do? They're going to need to find out how to live on this new land. But the men of the family believe that maybe they shouldn't stay there for long and they need to find a way home. So mother reluctantly allows Fritz and Ernst to travel with father around the shore to discover if they can find anything. And they do find something, actually someone, Bertie the cabin boy and their grandpa. But the interesting thing is, is Bertie isn't all that he seems to be. Or should I say she? Because she's actually Roberta. And she was kind of taking a joyride on the ship. However, it does put a little bit of a triangle between Ernst and Fritz. Because they want to see who can woo who first. And throughout the rest of the film, as they try to win the love of Roberta, it is discovered that Ernst should probably stick to schooling and Fritz be the winner in this round. But that doesn't mean that fun does not happen within the Robinson family. It is soon discovered that pirates have invaded Robinson Island, and it is up to the Robinsons to defend their area through very ingenious ways. From wild animal races to the most beautiful treehouse everyone has ever wanted to stay in, Swiss Family Robinson is that movie to unite not only the Robinson family and fight against pirates. See, Disney had Pirates of the Caribbean all planned out before we even knew it. Well, maybe not exactly, but I think you know what I mean. But this movie truly unites family as one fighting and loving unit. Now many of us D-heads have traveled up the Swiss Family Robinson Treehouse many times. Some have even gone to California and traveled up Tarzan's version of it. It's kind of the same except with some new animatronics but I'll tell you it's the same treehouse. Even Paris has their own signature on the treehouse. And they think that goes to a testament in showing how much of an icon this tree has become. It is because of their desire to survive and their use of their imagination to create a home for themselves outside of where they were shows that anything put together with love can stand the test of time. And so too can this film. Again, it is celebrating its 55th anniversary this year, coming out at Christmas in 1960, so it's a perfect time to get together and watch this film. The audio is enhanced in 5.1 Dolby Digital, so you're going to get every roar, every snap, crackle, and pop of cracking open that coconut on this uncharted aisle. And again, for a movie at this age to be able to be enhanced the way it is sure does sound pretty darn good. Extras, well, of course you're going to receive some supplemental material as in audio commentary. One of my favorites to do. And it's, it's interesting in this one that you do receive from the director, Ken Anakin, not Anakin Skywalker, completely different. And James MacArthur, Tommy Kirk, and Kevin Cochran. As you listen to it, you will discover that even back then when this was recorded, they still refer to Kevin as Moochie. You'll also receive a Donald Duck short, Sea Salt. Other video extras include The Adventure in the Making, a 49-minute documentary on how this epic film was produced. It also includes interviews with the entire cast, including Sir John Mills, the director, and all of the male leads. Yet another fun 12 minutes that you will want to see is Conversations with James MacArthur. It is discussing his role in his career with the Disney company. Yet another fine featurette, Pirates, of course explaining the ideas of Disney's love for those nautical men of mayhem looking at pirates from Swiss Family Robinson to Captain Hook himself to those fine pirates down below where they tell no tales. This fine lost treasure, though, within the disc, you're going to want to see. It is probably one of my favorites because it holds such great nostalgia in the Walt Disney canon. That being Sir John Mills and his daughter Haley opening the Swiss Family Robinson treehouse in Disneyland. Of course, Haley, our sweet D-head herself, provides commentary over the entire featurette, remembering the experience as if it were yesterday. So there you have it, Swiss Family Robinson. What a great film to spend your first part. Again, going into the next three holidays, Thanksgiving, my birthday, and Christmas, you have plenty of time to get that in. You also have time if you are really good And do one a weekend You can get all six episodes Before seeing episode seven For all you Star Wars junkies And we will see you again Next time with another fine Blu-ray or DVD review Down here in the vault And so until then gang Remember the magic of Disney movies Is always Three coconuts ahead And always deep inside of you (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.
13: Hey there, D-Heads. Paige here with an all-new magical music review. I hope everyone had a wonderful Halloween and enjoyed this year's not-so-scary Halloween celebration here at Dis Radio. We have now reached November and I have lots of great music lined up for this month. Walt Disney Records has had eight releases throughout this year as part of the Legacy Collection and we will be taking a look at four of them. This week we are on our way to Anaheim, California with the Legacy Collection, Disneyland. Released with three discs to celebrate the park's 60th anniversary, this collection is chock-full of excitement. Disc 1 is dedicated entirely to Disneyland, while Discs 2 and 3 highlight both Disneyland and Disney California Adventure. We will take a look at this with a clip show style with two songs from each disc. So put on your ears and grab your ticket, because we're going to Disneyland. To start, we look at selections from Disc 1. First, Let's Dance in Disneyland by the Elliott Brothers in Plaza Gardens from Date Night in Disneyland in the 1950s. Date Nighters,
8: let's dance!
7: nights or late nights at Disneyland.
13: We're open till the clock, rocks 1 a.m.
7: Friday and Saturday nights. Live bands at Disneyland.
3: With the Elliott Brothers on the stand.
7: Under a million twinkling
3: lights. Friday and Saturday nights. Dance slow and free.
7: or cha-cha-cha. Rock and roll.
13: Next, we travel to 1986 to see the Country Bears for their vacation hoedown with the great outdoors. This version of the Country Bears reigned in Disneyland, replacing the original until 2001 when the Country Bear Playhouse closed permanently.
2: Alright, one, two,
14: three! Yeah. If you've just been wishing I'd go in fishing and you're still on the shore,
15: Grab your camping gear and
8: us right here, got all kinds of fun in store
3: time for a vacation, for some rest and relaxation. Well, get your gears and join us bears in the great outdoors. Yeah. <laughs> Ain't nothing like the great outdoors, to ease your soul. Yeah. Ain't nothing like the great outdoors, to keep you from growing old.
14: <laughs> if your mind's been hazy, you're feeling lazy and down on all fours. <laughs>
8: then join us bears and suck up some air in the great outdoors. Yeah.
14: Welcome to the Country
5: Bear Vacation Holdout. Got on my old camp t-shirt. Still fits, kind of, and I'm raring to go. How about you, boys? Just lead the way, Henry. All right. Melvin. Wake up! Huh? (laughs) The way you're always hibernating, you must be part bear. Oh,
0: heck, I'm only part moose as it
13: is. Here we go! On disc two, we find the Matterhorn Yodelers from the classic attraction, The Matterhorn, which opened in 1959.
3: Olo lo 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 lo
13: Disc 2 also introduces music from Disney California Adventure. Suitcase and a Dream sung by our current Mickey Mouse, Brett Iwin, Daniel Payson Lewis, Jacob Heron, and Andrew Johnson can be heard on Buena Vista Street. they
14: fact the cases and went to new places. With a
3: Start your dream then.
4: It says you're going to be the next
14: big thing. Gosh, really? Oh, that sure would be swell. Wait a minute. He just stepped off the train, fellas. How do we know he's got what it takes to be the cat's meow? There's only one way to find out.
13: dedicated to Disney California Adventure. Disney is amazing with detail and its attractions, but they also pay attention to their restaurants. The bakery theme by Dan Folliart can be found in the Bowden Bakery on Pacific Wharf. Belongs to the Great Wood, mimicking steel roller coaster California Screamin' on Paradise Pier. There is so much more available on these CDs, from the classic attractions of Splash Mountain and the Haunted Mansion, to Mike and Sully to the Rescue and It's Tough to Be a Bug, to the Main Street Electrical Parade and Fantasmic. Walt Disney Records once again does not disappoint with this legacy collection release. Thanks for taking a quick look into my Disney Music Library with me this week, D-Heads. As a hint, next week we head to Paris. Look at the releases and you should be able to guess. I hope you all have a wonderful rest of your week and as always, feel free to connect with me on the d discussion page on Facebook or at page at disradio.com. That's P-A-I-G-E at disradio.com. Until next time, D-Heads, see ya!
8: Ladies and gentlemen, Disneyland has now ended its normal operating day. We hope you've enjoyed your visit to the Magic Kingdom and that you'll be back with us again soon
4: i can't believe it. it's disney blues disney on demand you hear that it's the winds of change
0: here's your host
4: jonathan johnson
1: All right, heads. so I am back, and I hope you enjoyed this week's show, full of adventure, action, fun, and taking that trip down memory lane, including some new memories as we returned to Robinson Island. And I want to extend a very special thank you once again to TJ Hoisington for stopping in, chatting with us, and penning this novel. I've officially completed it this week, and it is a fantastic read. Definitely one you want to add to your collection, and I do see that it will become the next Hollywood blockbuster. I foresee that, heads. So thank you, TJ, once again, for stopping. In adding that magic, I am excited to read this once again and make another pass and maybe catch some new nuances throughout the novel as well. I encourage everybody to definitely pick it up at return to Robinson Island.com. I'd also like to thank the D team of Aaron, Caitlin, Nathan, Paige, and Jason all for stopping in here this week with their signature segments. Without you, there would be no show, it would be me rambling week in, week out. So, thank you, the D team, for adding that magic, adding that fun, and making the show what it is every single week. And remember, you can connect up with the D team. Team on our official website at DizRadio.com, D I Z Radio com and connect up with the D team there as well and finally and the most important thank you the D heads without you there would be no show so thank you the D heads who have supported us for the last five years and made these shows happen helped us bring you that lifetime of Disney throughout your life the magic the memories and so much more so thank you the D heads for allowing the show to continue to grow and encouraging us to bring this to you every single week so all of you D heads with that said we have somebody special stopping in here next week somebody that is full of a lot of different things that I'll clue you into in a minute. But before I let you go, I do want to mention all the ways you can stay connected here at the show. And first and foremost, you can always visit our official website at dizradio.com. Dizradio.com. There you can find our fullest of past shows, the complete archives, our latest news blogs and more right there on our official website at DizRadio.com Dizradio.com. You can also connect up with us all over the social media outlets on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Disney On Demand You can friend us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash JohnDiz that's J-O-N-D-I-Z You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest and so much more. Just search DizRadio, D-I-Z Radio. D-I-Z Radio Disney Blue, that's B-L-U or Disney On Demand, all of which will help you find our unique, fun, little show for you to enjoy. And most of all, you can always subscribe and get the latest show right there on your mobile device, your Android, your iPhone, and more just by subscribing through iTunes and Stitcher Radio and getting the latest shows right there on your device as soon as they are released. So definitely check them out. And all of this can be found on our official website at dizradio.com, D-I-Z Radio. Com. So, all of you D-Heads, with that said, next week, we're going to interview somebody who's big, small, and all over the board. He's a comedian, he's somebody that is full of many different voices, and he's also one particular little dragon that is our favorite in the Disney community. I'm going to leave it at that. So, until next week, all of you D-Heads, lots of fun on the horizon, and remember, slow down, take time, and never neglect family for business. Until next week, all VD heads, I'll catch you online and have a fantastic weekend.